Hi, I'm Philip Anthony Albertelli, and this is The Week in Doubt, Episode 120, The Great Disappointment and Other Failed End Times Predictions. A time of rekindled religious fervor in early 19th century America, known as the Second Great Awakening, gave rise to a number of new Christian sects, including the Millerites. The Millerites, led by Baptist preacher William Miller, were a movement characterized, like many that come out of the Second Great Awakening, by a preoccupation with the Second Coming of Christ. Based on his interpretation of biblical scripture, especially the book of Daniel, Miller made a prediction for Jesus' return. The book of Daniel states that, Unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. Miller believed that the cleansing referred to in the passage from Daniel referred to the cleansing fire that would accompany the second coming. Using what's known as the quote-unquote day-year principle, Miller interpreted the 2,300 days mentioned in the book of Daniel as actually meaning 2,300 years from 457 BCE, supposedly the seventh year of the reign of Artaxerxes, a Persian king mentioned in the book of Ezra. It was under Persian rule, beginning with Cyrus the Great, that the Jewish people were allowed to return home and rebuild, following the Babylonian exile. Despite requests from his followers, William Miller refused to give an exact date for Christ's return, but did give a narrow time frame based on his biblical interpretations. He predicted Christ would return in the year 5604 of the rabbinic Jewish calendar. The following is a quote from Miller. My principles in brief are that Jesus Christ will come again to this earth, cleanse, purify, and take possession of the same, with all the saints sometime between March 21st, 1843 and March 21st, 1844. March 21st, 1844 came and passed, and as you might have guessed, Jesus did not return. Despite this, most of Miller's followers retained both their faith and hope. Miller adjusted his calculations, this time using the Karite as opposed to rabbinic calendar, and came up with a new date, April 18, 1844. April 18 came and went and left in its wake yet another failed prediction. Finally, Samuel Sheffield Snow proclaimed yet another date for the Second Advent. Prior to his conversion, Snow had been a skeptic, who even for a time worked for an atheist newspaper called the Boston Investigator. He converted to the Millerite movement after his brother introduced him to the sermons of William Miller. Snow also used the Kyrite Jewish calendar, but unlike Miller, he predicted that the second coming would transpire October 22, 1844. Many followers sold their earthly possessions and faithfully awaited Christ's return. But once again, the Messiah did not come, and the day became known as the Great Disappointment. The prophecies of the Millerites are in keeping with a lengthy history of failed end times predictions, trailing back into antiquity. Pre-Christian Romans thought that Rome would be destroyed in 634 BCE in what they saw as the 120th year of its founding by Romulus. Then again they thought the end would come in 389 BCE, and yet once again the prophesied date came and went and Rome endured. The ascetic Jewish community known as the Essenes thought that they were living in the end times and that the final battle between the sons of light and the sons of darkness was embodied in the Jewish revolt against the Romans, which famously culminated in the destruction of the Second Temple. 
Then in the 2nd century CE, a figure known as Simon Bar Kokhba was thought to be the Messiah, a warrior king in keeping with the Davidic concept as opposed to the more pacifistic and self-sacrificing Christ. And yet this Messiah too was physically defeated and the world went on. 4th century Bishop Martin of Tours thought that the end of the world would come before the close of his century, writing, There is no doubt that the Antichrist has already been born, firmly established, already in his early years. He will, after reaching maturity, achieve supreme power. A number of theologians predicted Jesus' return would take place in 500 CE. Sextus Julius Africanus and Gregory of Tours both predicted the end would come around the year 800. Many Christians, including Pope Sylvester II, predicted the end of the world would take place in the year 1000 with the close of the millennium. And yet one millennium ended while another began, and still the world went on. John of Toledo, Joachim of Fiore, and Pope Innocent III also predicted the end. Strangely, Innocent III thought the end would come after the ominously symbolic sum of 666 years had passed after Islam's rise. The Wakamites, named for the aforementioned Joachim of Fiore, had to reschedule the end date after their leader's original prophecy failed to come to pass. Even the famous Renaissance artist Sandro Botticelli thought he was living during the so-called tribulation. Many in Europe took the Black Plague as a sign of the end times. In the 17th century, Christopher Columbus and self-proclaimed Jewish messiah Sabtites V both claimed to know when the world would end. In 1697, prominent New England preacher Cotton Mather claimed the world would end in that very year. When his prediction failed like many before him, he went back to the drawing board only to have his revised prediction fail as well. In the late 18th century, the United Society of Believers in Christ's Second Appearing, better known as the Shakers, expected the world to end in both 1792 and then in 1794. This is in no way a comprehensive list of failed end times predictions. On the contrary, it is but a small sampling. And of course, the modern age is not without its fair share of doomsayers. So-called psychics like Edgar Cayce, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, and Gene Dixon have predicted the end, as well as television preachers like John Hagee and Pat Robertson. Robertson, in his 1990 book, The New Millennium, predicted that the Earth would be destroyed in the year 2007. Seeing as it is now 2014, I think it's safe to say that the world did not end. On a darker note, in recent times, end-time predictions have often been linked to doomsday cults, like the Japanese group Am Shinrikyo. In an attempt to hasten the end times on March 20, 1995, Am Shinrikyo attacked five subway trains in Tokyo with sarin gas, leading to 13 deaths and injuring and affecting close to a thousand more. The American-based cult Heaven's Gate, led by the deranged Marshall Applewhite, also simply known as Doe, thought that the Earth would soon be quote-unquote recycled. In 1997, 39 members committed mass suicide in a misguided attempt to reach a non-existent spacecraft that they believed was traveling in the wake of the so-called Hale-Bob Comet. Centuries earlier, Archbishop James Usher predicted the world would end in October of 1997, the year he believed was 6,000 years from the time of creation. 
We can thank Usher at least in part for the inane young earth creationist notion that the world is a mere 6,000 years old. But if we're looking for failed end times prophecies, perhaps we need not look any further than the New Testament. In the words of Jesus in Matthew 24:34, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Matthew 16:28, Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming into his kingdom. Thank you for listening to this special scripted episode of The Week in Doubt. If you enjoyed the show, please look for us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can also subscribe to the show through both iTunes and Podbean. If you're feeling generous, you can donate to the show's upkeep as little as 99 cents by using the PayPal widget on the Podbean site or by donating to the show through Patreon. Just go to patreon.com and look for Phil Albertelli. Also, if you're considering signing up for an Audible.com trial membership, please do so through the URL www.audibletrial.com slash doubt. Until next week, thanks for listening.